Hi everyone, welcome to episode 11 of Ramp Room. Um, tonight I'm going to be talking about uh, self-confidence and self-esteem. This is another honesty rant, so um, yeah, it's probably it's probably going to be a bit of a depressing one because to be honest I'm feeling sorry for myself in a massive nest right now. Um, I've I've curled up on my bed in in a little ball and I'm just feeling a bit sorry for myself. Um, I think we all have a few days like that every now and again. Um, I had quite a long period of time where, where I felt like that all the time. In the last couple of weeks actually, since I've been doing these, I've been feeling a lot lighter. Like this, I think these podcasts are sort of like becoming a bit of an outlet for me to kind of, um, to just talk about stuff that... Um, that I sometimes find hard to say to people in general. So sometimes just recording it and then listening back to it and then hearing people. Um, um, and, you know, when my friends tell me that, you know, they've listened to it, I don't know how many people are exactly listening to this. I've not really looked, but um, if you are listening and you're uh, benefiting in some way, then that's really good and I'm really happy to hear that. Um, but yeah, making these has really been helping me the past couple of weeks because I've had, um, I've wanted to do something like this for ages, but I always liked the confidence until now. So I think it's, I definitely think it's a massive improvement that I'm actually brave enough to do it. And, um, yeah, I mean, today, um, so I've just had a bit of a weird day. Like I started off really positively and just like, I don't know if any of you guys get like this. I'm sure you do. Like, do you ever have a day where you get, where you wake up proper motivated, um, ready to do anything, and just you're you're awake early, like you're cleaning. I was doing that like all day, and I only had about four hours of sleep last night. But for some reason, I had so much energy today. I even, um, yeah, I was doing so much cleaning. I was tidying my room. I was doing washing and all of this shit, and then like. For some reason, I went. I went out for a run. Like it was. It's been like the hottest day so far this year. I think it was thirty-two degrees down here. Um, so I waited till it cooled down a little bit. Then I went for a run, and halfway through my run, I just started getting really sad. And I mean, I know why, but it's probably not really the time to talk about why. Um, but you know, it's just. I think sometimes things just sort of. Um, things that you thought that you were dealing with okay sort of hit you again out of, out of nowhere and I think it's sort of like with anything they just it kind of comes and goes and um, a lot of the time something that you thought you weren't that sad about anymore suddenly makes you really sad and you just have like a completely different mood change to it it's um so yeah I was um I was feeling a bit sorry for myself but I thought okay it always helped it's been really helpful to record these podcasts so I thought okay I'll do another one um I'm not I wasn't really sure what I wanted to talk about because I felt a bit demotivated tonight to be honest just like oh I'm not really feeling doing anything I just sort of want to nest but then the thing is um I uh it, when you get in a depression nest like a proper depression nest it's very hard to get out and then you just end up feeling sorry for yourself and I think I was honestly in a depression nest for about a year like until a few weeks ago so it's um it's a pretty difficult thing to get out of but I did want to talk a bit about 
um, you know, self-confidence and self-esteem and how that can relate to depression, just because um, sometimes it, it's difficult because I think a lot of the time you can seem like this really confident person and sometimes you're not. A lot of the time you're not, actually. And it's difficult, really, isn't it? So I was wanting to record something quite positive and quite funny, um, but then... And if I'd recorded it this morning, that probably would have been the case. But then I sort of got into my own head in a, um, a little bit and I've just had a little bit of a shit night. So I thought, OK, some of my... Surprisingly, and I've heard this from a lot of creative people, some of my best, some of my best work has been done when I have been in a shit mood. When I was 15, I wrote a... Um, well, I mean, it's not like a published thing or anything. It was um, just some sort of like... Uh, chiclet drama book type thing. It never got published, but I wrote it for my media project when I was in year 10. And uh, I wrote it in about six weeks. And that was while I was just in a fucked up place in my life. And then I wrote a sequel as well. And that I think that was like 120,000 words. That took me about like a year, I think, that, that second one. But it was, um, yeah, so some of my best work is often done when I am in the worst kind of mental state. So it's um I guess I guess some sometimes you can be productive from it. And like with my uni stuff, I was in a bad place then, but I had to, I was in a place where I had to get on with it no matter what. But yeah, I did want to do something quite positive, um and yeah, you know, just sort of joking about and stuff, um. Because I have been in a better mood this, these past couple of weeks. Like I said, this is really helping me. And this sort of stuff is really chilling me out. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts as well. Which I had... I've had Spotify for like five years. But I've never bothered to actually look at podcasts and be like, oh, okay. I didn't I didn't even really know what they were. But they... Oh, my God. I, I, only, I only clicked on one, right? Because I was working myself up like one week last... One night last week. And I thought, okay... Right, I'm just, I'm just gonna find a random one that looks sort of good that I'll sort of be interested in, and just hope it puts me to sleep. It didn't, because I was awake until like five thirty in the morning, or something stupid like that, or four thirty in the morning. I can't even remember. Uh, I know it was very late at night, or slash early morning, and I was just there thinking, oh, okay, like this, these, these are good, and this podcast series, uh, the Confidence Chronicles. I'm now like seventy one episodes in. It's crazy, honestly. Um, yeah. So this is based on a blog post that I wrote back in November. Um, and a lot of the time when I wrote my blog post back then, it was um in November. I'd say I was in, I was in a pretty different place. I was definitely in a worse place back in November. So I am going to improvise this one a little bit because I um, it's hard really because I've got this as a base but I don't your feelings and thoughts change a lot in you know a few months and in, in like eight months so I mean I don't I don't want I'm not going to go completely off that I mean so I've always I think you've probably got this impression from some of my podcasts so far. I've struggled a lot with my self-esteem, confidence and um, depression. I know I'm not the only one, like, not by a long shot. It's it's tough, really, because, you know, you just... A lot of the time it reflects in everything you do. Like, it reflects in your choices, your 
what you think you can do you end up settling for less than you actually deserve or can get because you know you don't believe in yourself enough and self-belief is a really hard thing to, to get often it's like it's like you can achieve loads if sometimes if it's really bad you can achieve loads but you still won't believe in yourself and I think I've had that problem a lot and it's it's rough so it's something that so many people battle with like every single day and like often I don't think they realize it's happening because I know I don't and sometimes I just get really negative about myself and it's like I don't even mean to and I think sometimes people just reckon oh you're doing it for attention but it's like No, I genuinely believe that about myself. It does sound far-fetched, but then, I don't know, sometimes when you're so in your own head and you've got this such a low opinion of yourself, I I do think that's changing for me. Like, it's a slow process, but I am in the process of changing it. And I can tell that it's changed somewhat, but I think when you've had a negative mindset for so many years, you do regress. And that's normal, that's okay. I think you just have to sort of say we all fall down sometimes and that's like that's just something that happens you know you um you have you just pick yourself back up and you keep walking and that's something I've gotten really good at to be fair like you have to pick yourself up that's one thing that I'm well practiced in and I think like um I'm quite I'm quite a resilient person like I don't always pick myself up very gracefully and I don't fall very gracefully for 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 sure but I think it's, it's about picking yourself up and you can deal with the graceful shit later or not at all you know as long as you pick yourself up and you're healthy like that that's what matters and I don't mean healthy just as in physically I mean healthy as in mentally as well um I mean so it's it's really it, it is really really difficult like I mean when I wrote this we were coming towards the end of 2019 and that, for me, was a really turbulent year. And this as well, uh, 2020, it's been... I mean, it, feel, it we are obviously more than halfway through now. I'm into, like, like this, as I record this, where it's the evening of the 31st of July. And so that's, like, we're pretty much eight months into the year now. So good chunk of the way through. But I think because of COVID and everything, it just seems so, so much shorter like, I, I don't feel like I've done much at all. I feel like I've just sort of become um, kind of stagnant and like I'm not doing anything, you know? Like, the days just all seem like one long blur. And it's really difficult to sort of keep a good mindset when you when you when something something like this is happening. But last year was a really busy year. There was there there were a lot of really, really good times, like positive times. There were a lot of really, really bad times as well. I think it just went in a big, just sort of zigzag pattern. It was just I, I've never seen, I've never, I've never experienced such a turbulent year, to be honest. Um, I mean, like it's, it's, it, it's weird. I don't know because sometimes I think I wake up and I look in the mirror. I love uh, and I love my body and I love my curves and I like the way my hair falls that day. I like the way my makeup's turned out. Other days, I think I'd say like I solid seventy percent of the time, I wake up hating my body. I notice a double chin. I've got a moon face, and then I just hate my hair and I want to launch my makeup palette onto the floor, and then I just want to get back into bed and just cry. It's, I mean, it's it's crazy because there's so many polar opposites when it's when it comes to your mental health. And they can be so close together. 
And it's like one day it's possible to be optimistic, excited and kind, and the next day full of pessimism, low self-esteem, sadness, when really you're the exact same person that you were the day before, and you don't look different. The people surrounding you still love you just the same as, as they did yesterday, regardless of how you feel towards yourself. It's really difficult to accept that sometimes it is all in your head, but it is, and that's something I'm still learning and struggling to learn, but, you know, I'm aware of it. Um, and it's like, it, it, it's not, it doesn't even just happen over a day either. It's like I said to you, literally 12 hours ago, I was awake and I was feeling really positive and, you know, just sort of getting stuff done. And now, like, 12 hours later, I've just been like, ugh, can't be asked, just, just feeling a bit negative. But it's fine because I, I know now, like, not to let myself get bogged down by it i think that's that's the really difficult thing because sometimes if you're used to letting yourself get into a bit of a depression nest you know it's it's hard to come out of it and then you know it becomes more of a regular thing and then before you know it you're like how i was and then you're just in a constant depression nest and you just sort of bring it everywhere you go and it's just like this negative energy like i'm not even gonna lie like i know that i've brought a lot of negative energy to the people around me and it's hard to admit that because obviously you don't you don't want to admit that you are you have been some form of negative energy but I've driven a lot of people away with that and I don't want to continue to do that so I think realizing that and then dealing with it is a really good thing to do like you know and you know you have to sort of like half the time I don't think the problem is um is is the person themselves it's the way that they think about themselves like that's the toxic bit it's it's the thoughts it is it's definitely just the thoughts um and low self-esteem like it isn't just about how you look it is about it, it might be to do with how you think about how you look but it's to do with everything it's to do with your mind it's to do with you know just just so much like the thought processes you have, your anxiety, what what you think about, what kind of things you say to yourself, like how you talk to how how you talk to yourself or how you talk about yourself, that can be like I've I was listening to another podcast, um, and and the lady said, she said, oh, you have to watch how you talk to yourself, you have to you know just just watch how just spend a day like watching how you talk to yourself or talk about yourself and I did that um like a week ago now and I realized shit I really slagged myself off and that's not good that it's just gonna because it's hard to stop because when you've always done it it's very difficult to stop and I'm still sort of trying not to do that um and I think self-esteem about the way you look like like I'm gonna say this and and I'm gonna have to come back and listen to this later so I can remind myself that I've said it because I don't always remember this but with um with self-esteem about how you look um that's often quite a big thing for me like some days that that is all it is so like I said there's days where I wake up and I can't stand the way I look uh, I feel self-conscious, I feel scared of what people are thinking of me, even though most likely they're not actually looking in my direction remotely. Like, I don't know, I've, I've, um, sometimes I wonder, are, pe- are people thinking, uh, um, that my belly's sticking out too far in this top or in this dress? 
Can people see my double chin? Can I smile? Are my teeth too yellow? Can they notice my chipped tooth? There's a really good story behind that chipped tooth, by the way. Um, like, when I used to work at the hospital, was my forehead sweating too much at the tilt? I don't know, I can't see. And it's like, these people, like, now that I look back on it, like, if you look back on it and you think rationally, you're like, actually, these people aren't going to notice if I'm fucking sweating or not. You know, they're just here for their latte and then they're going to fuck off kind of thing. Um... But low self-esteem is not just physical, and I need to stress that as well. Bits of it can be. It depends what your hang-ups are. But it all boils down to whether or not you like yourself. And it's weird, because I um, I used to really, really, like, just hate myself. I don't, I don't even know why. Like, And then it got to a bit where I just sort of didn't... And then it just sort of... It got better over time. There were still days where I would really, really, really hate myself but it became it became less to do with my um with with how I looked and more to do with you know I hated the way I thought and then I thought okay well if um if if I hate the way I think and I hate the way my mind works and I have to do something to change that and that's really hard to do changing the way you look is a lot easier than that so it's it's tough it's very difficult um, like some days I still do have times where I just don't like myself but I'm starting to respect myself and love myself a little bit more each day that that comes through a lot of things though like by cutting off people who've got no meaning to your uh, who have no who add no meaning to your life people who've upset you um I like the way I did it is I, I just I sort of just um every few months I kind of tend to just evaluate and I'm like hmm do I actually talk to you? Like, do I need you in my life? And just kind of, um, just kind of cut people, cut people off who like don't bring anything to your life. It sounds a bit harsh, but it doesn't even matter who they are. But if somebody's not actually adding anything to your life and they're just like stressing you out, then they shouldn't be there. You know, it's just it's not worth it. Um, and I think the difference is from when I wrote this in November, I've started to realize that sometimes like like I was being so negative and sometimes that can make people not want to be in my life and I don't want to lose people who are important to me so that's why I realized I needed to sort of change and that's really hard to do so if you're trying to change like fair play to you because I, I fucking get that 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 is tough and it's hard because you because if you're used to a certain mindset and you're used to doing things a certain way and you've been doing that for years it is so difficult to to actually come out of that so like I I applaud you because it is shit and sometimes you just want to go into a massive depression nest all over again and just cry and do that because sometimes you need to just be sad for a while and then like you you snap out of it and you've got it out of your system and it's fine to be sad for a bit longer than that as well nobody's saying that you can't be sad but I feel like at some point you have to do something about it otherwise you're just in like this just this depression pit and that's how I was and it just wasn't doing anything for me in fact it was just making me worse because I was getting depressed about being in a depression nest and that was it's just a massive cycle you know um another thing is um about self-esteem I think what I was doing is I was constantly seeking validation just anywhere I could find it from my mum from my I'm from like family who I don't even really speak to that much and like don't really have anything to do with from from boys uh, most most of the time boys who were bad for me 
um if you if you if you listen to i think it was the i think it was um episode nine the one about the toxic guys you'll date before you're 21 um hopefully if you're lucky you've only you've not come across any of those um if you if you have then i'm sorry i i can relate as you can tell but um like I was seeking validation from those types of people and just, you know, just to feel, just to feel good about myself, just to, you know, sort of feel reassured that I was worth something. But then I actually sat back and I was like, these people aren't showing me that I'm worth something. They sort of look at, because those sort of people can sense vulnerability, like they, they, they sniff it out and they're like, like, you know, a fox or something. And they're like, like once when I was at my great aunt's house, I saw this, um, she uh they had foxes like in the in the back of the i don't know i don't they obviously weren't in the garden but anyway this fox came into her garden one day and it picks up her slipper right and it just runs off with it and it's like it's like the foxes they, they, these people who are just like toxic they can smell the vulnerability like a fox and they just come and take it like they're just yeah i i hate those kind of people and when you are in a vulnerable state and you're looking for validation, you're not really looking for that kind of thing. You're, you, when your self-esteem is low, like, you want the validation and you feel like you need it in order to feel good about yourself. And that's just a shit thing to get into. And that's why I now struggle to get into, like, um, I sort of struggle to find a balance. Like, if I am, like, whenever I've tried to sort of see people, like, or... or like someone I'm or anyone I'm interested in, like the like the past year or so, which hasn't which hasn't been that many people. Like I'll be honest, um, it's uh it's hard because the old version of me sort of wants to like like make them the center of everything and kind of you know just rely on them to feel validated and stuff. But it's it's hard because I'm sort of going through this transition where I need to not feel like I need a guy to validate me or something. Uh, but then, you know, sometimes, you, like I said, you regress and it's really difficult to sort of make that transition. So, like, it's it's so shit. That's what I mean. Like, in, in the grand scheme of things, like, you know, because then, then, you know, it's confrontation as well. Nobody likes confrontation unless, you know... Well, I mean, some people like confrontation. Like, I probably come across really confrontational. I think I do, but I just... I think... The way I see it is I don't stand for people's shit. If somebody's pissing me off, I will... Or I don't like something. I will say that I don't like something. So, you know, you confront what needs confronting. That's that's something else that comes with... Uh, with gaining self-esteem and confidence. Like, you know, you... Um, like, if, you, if your self-esteem and confidence is like... You're more likely to kind of... Um, not be confrontational, I guess. I'm not saying that being non-confrontational was bad. Like, if anything, sometimes it can be a good thing. But I think sometimes confrontation is needed. Sometimes it is important. Um, but, I mean, slowly, in the grand scheme of things, like, things are starting to come together. But every so often, you know, you have a bad day, don't you? Like I said at the beginning, the waves crash in, you know. It's very easy to fall back into old habits. And you, I, I, I find that a lot. You know, you return to this pattern of you know, self-loathing, low self-esteem, and then, like, hating yourself for literally no reason, and you struggle to function normally again. Like, sometimes it's a, 
proper struggle to wake up in the morning most days um and this is really sad actually like I'm reading this blog post uh this is the what like this is from November last year and I'm using it as kind of a as a rough guide for the podcast and um so yeah like uh god I mean it's um let me see what it says actually so I've so I wrote here and this was the end of November last year um and this is at a time when I was in that crappy job and just really hating things so things are technically like a lot better now I'm sort of moving towards a better place um it says as I write this hours before I've even gone to bed I'm already dreading up and for waking up for work and going in the day after next when I have to go back and do a job I'm not good at where I'd rather be somewhere else doing something else and a massive part of getting better is the fact that I've now left that place and I feel a bit you know I feel a bit yeah um, like my life is going in a better direction and sometimes that's all you need you just need to you just need to change just like I said in um in the being stuck in a rut thing that could that really doesn't help and I think a lot of people it's not even like a work rut a lot of people I think are stuck in a rut at the moment because of you know uh covid and lockdown and things even if you know things are reopening you know there's still like local lockdowns going on it's not quite the same as what it was it's still a rut isn't it nothing's quite normal yet probably won't be for a while to be fair um but low self-esteem is funny it's a funny one like I think it's one of those where the people who love and care about you, they're telling you to love yourself and they're telling you to respect yourself um, and care for yourself. They tell you you've de- you deserve more than what you've got or what you do have. You're settling for something in your life. And to be, a f- to be fair, you most probably are. Uh, that's quite likely. But it is up to you to change that or you've got to le- or leave things as they are. It's up to you. My friends were constantly telling me, you know, you need to, you need to do this, you need to do that. Like, in a good way, they were saying, you know, like, you should respect yourself more, you know, you, you're, stop being so hard on yourself. But like I said, when you have got yourself into a pattern like that, it can only be broken when you are determined to break it. When, when you reach the point where you feel like, okay, right, I need to snap out of this now. And that takes a while. That can really take a while. Um... Like, everybody says stuff with the best of intentions, like, people who are close to you. Um, but I th- I remember one thing I I found myself thinking. It's like when you're stood at the bottom of this really high high hill. Like, I'll give you an example, right? So, uh, when I was learning to drive, um, I hated hill starts. I, I failed my first driving test on a hill. Um, also, I did get two other majors as well because I was not ready to take my driving test when I did it the first time. But, um, but you know, like, it's, um, it's like you're sat, it's like, say, if you are sat at the bottom of a hill in your car and you're driving and it's really, really steep and you've got to somehow get the clutch control right and, and the biting, and the biting point and, you know, the, the gas and get up the hill and you just keep stalling and you keep sort of rolling down the hill. It's like that. So you you you've got to go up this hill and you and you keep and you keep trying and you get a little way up the hill and then you stall and you roll down and that can happen a few times, but it doesn't mean you failed. 
because on my second driving test I actually did this uh, but, uh, and I didn't put the car in gear because I was freaking out I had this massive anxiety attack and um, they basically and and sometimes when you think and you just calm down just a little bit once you've started to calm down you're like actually yeah I know how to do this and then eventually you can make your way up the hill right so you know that's probably really um not a very well put analogy but um but you know it's hard because I I remember thinking to myself how do you even begin to change it and be like that like you know really confident or um or really you know positive about yourself and have higher self-esteem when you are the opposite and the truth is I mean I I don't know because I'm still trying to do it myself I think it's one of those things that happens progressively over time I think you have it but I do know that you've got to put the work in if you say as you are and you just you don't change anything you can't expect to feel better because I was doing that for ages I was just staying as I was and just feeling sorry for myself um even though like I'd gone through a lot and I probably had earned a right to feel sorry for myself a little bit but I wasn't doing enough to help myself and sometimes it's hard to do that and you don't want to bring other people down with you because it's it's hard because people are there for you but you don't want to dump on them and I I got myself into a thing where I was unintentionally doing that and I feel really bad about it now um but yeah, so if you're feeling like that, you are definitely, definitely not the only one, if that helps at all, or even, you know, makes a little bit of sense. And low self-esteem, you can't just flick it on and off like a light switch. So like, you might wake up feeling better than you have in years one day. So like today, I woke up feeling great. And then the next day, or a few hours later, you might hate everything and everyone from the word go. I'd love to be able to tell you there's a way to flick it on and off like a light switch or something, but there's not. That more people than we realise lack confidence. Like, I got told, like, by one of my mentors at a volunteering place the other day. Uh, she said to me, like, you, when you are talking and when you're in meetings and stuff, you don't sound like you lack confidence. You sound like you know your stuff. And you come across, like, really, really confident and happy. And I was like, ha, huh, I feel nothing but. I feel the complete fucking opposite. But sometimes I, like, sometimes you don't realise. Like, I think... I, th- I think you don't realise how you come off. And so, and a lot of the time you come off a lot better than you think you do. Um, and it's important to remember that. Um, so, so like, more people than we realise lack confidence. Those who we'll least expect it from. Um, and uh, a lot of people, when I was younger, used to use the phrase, fake it till you make it. And I think that made sense back then. But as you get older doesn't really work because like you faked it for so long but yeah and okay people might think that you have then made it so to speak but in your in your mind you still are faking it and you know that you're faking it so and then you feel shit because you know you're faking it and you're in your own head and that's when the anxiety kicks in and you're just you're that that's basically what happened to me I've gotten pretty good at acting confident around you know most people I guess but the way I feel in my mind a lot of the time is completely different and that's because I did the fake it till you make it thing it doesn't work for long it's not a long-term solution it really isn't you have to eventually develop it properly it, it has the rest of the world the world convinced of your 
confident demeanor sure but it doesn't it doesn't solve the low self-esteem it doesn't solve your self-confidence and how you feel about yourself um or your self-belief and it doesn't solve the low opinions or the bad thoughts you have about yourself or because other people might not be having those um opinions of you based on what you're showing them but you still have them about yourself and that's a pretty shitty place to be in your head isn't it so so yeah like i mean and that just leads to pessimism you know just just basically a load of uh like self victim stuff really i guess and i know that because i have done that so um so yeah it it can be really bad like it can affect everything a person does like everyday situations work friendships relationships so the they these things like this might not even progress as, as much as you would want them to in these situations so like maybe you're staying in a dead end job because you've uh, because you convince yourself you won't get any closer to a dream career or you or you're scared that you'll fail um or maybe they've res- or maybe you've resigned yourself to staying in an unhealthy relationship or friendship after convincing yourself you can't do any better so that's bullshit that's all fucking bullshit like i keep swearing (laughs) but um oh so first things first the dead-end job thing just don't do it you're better than the dead-end job that you don't like that you dread getting out of bed for so yes sometimes you need to do it because you need to earn money and money obviously you need it to get by so there's nothing wrong with working, you know, a job that you don't like uh, if it's to to get where you need to be. But don't do it forever because it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna eat away at you. Trust me, like I I know. Like, I was only doing it for like a year, a year and a half, and I was just like, um, and I hated it. I hated like every minute because I just felt like I wasn't achieving anything. But and that was partly because I thought, oh, I'm not good enough to get into a good job and that was stupid because that was obviously untrue in the end you just have to be patient and wait for things to come along the good things don't always hit you at first they don't they don't come straight at you usually uh you get a couple of chances to prove yourself um and the uh resigning yourself to staying in an unhealthy relationship because you feel like you can't get any better right so when i was 20 i wanted a boyfriend that I really, really, really just wanted a boyfriend. I don't even know why. Like, I think it was because I wanted the validation. I wanted to be with somebody. I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to feel, like, loved and appreciated. And just, like, you know, I just wanted that companionship with someone. Um, And there was a guy who I really, really, really liked. He was, um, but he was just being a bit of a wanker and just sort of, uh, just did the whole puppet master thing with me and was like, oh yeah, I'm going to come and see you this, this, on this day. And then he'd push it back and he'd be like ghosting me for ages. So eventually like it, I got, I got sick of it, but I didn't feel like strong enough to end that. And then, um, so he eventually ended it. He did me a favor to be fair. Um, even though he kept, you know, sort of popping back up, back up and forth like afterwards. But, um, and then I was, and then I was a bit lost and I felt like I needed validating. So I, you know, had a couple of meaningless uh, flings. And um, then I met a guy who I got on relatively well with at first and decided this guy was like sort of the rushing type. 
and he was like, yes, let's get together. Like, we didn't even really know each other. We were talking for like a week and it was crazy. But I wanted a boyfriend. I didn't even think I like. I don't think I even liked him as much. Uh, like, I don't think I even actually liked him as a person that much. But he was saying all the right things. He was saying what I'd wanted to hear for all these years. And I was like, okay, right. He He's good. Like he's saying he loves me. Just because someone says they love you doesn't mean they love you. You know, so it's it's. Uh, I only learned that lesson then because that was the first time that happened to me, and yeah, like I was desperate for this relationship, and then when I was in it, I was like, I realized quite quickly how unhealthy it was, and I was just there a lot of the time with him, thinking, I don't really want to be here right now, which is weird because it's like I'm supposed to be crazy about this person. He's supposed to be my boyfriend, but I don't even want to be near him right now. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and I realised that I'd been so desperate, desperately chasing this relationship that I'd actually ended up with somebody who just was not right for me in any way and that I didn't actually have anything in common with. And that was just really, really dangerous. And I couldn't... So then when it ended, it was quite a toxic thing. I said, okay, right, I'm not going to get into a, um, a relationship just because somebody's interested in me again and I didn't uh I didn't do anything of the kind again I had like a bit of a uh fling over the summer wasn't really a uh that wasn't really a feelings sort of thing if you know what I mean but it wasn't I didn't get into anything serious I didn't consider it and then a lot of stuff happened last year and I always said what I get when I am prepared to get into another relationship that will be because I genuinely you know I like the person rather than wanting the relationship and I needed to spend some time on my own anyway I still do actually so I mean don't don't stay in something unhealthy just because you think you'll never find anything else it was like that with my friends at school as well a lot of them were fucking toxic shit not all of them but you know, it was sort of like when you're 15 or 16, you follow the crowd and that's where the most of the crowd were going. And I stuck with what they did a lot of the time because I thought, oh, I'm never going to find good friends. Like, I'm never going to, you know, I'm never going to make proper friends. Uh, I'm going to be stuck with these people forever. I don't even like them that much, but I'm putting up with their shit because because I because I don't, I, I've not seen any better. Then when I went to Leicester, um, I made amazing friends like friendships that can you know survive anything you know like true true friendships um and like that you know people who I you know who I'm closer to than my own family like you know like literally like I'm tearing up a little bit just thinking about it actually like like people who are like genuinely like my sisters you know it's 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 mad because you, you can because like a lot of the time I think you convince yourself you can't find any better but you can and you do like you there's always more out there than what you're settling for and and settle settlement is directly a thing with low self-esteem and low self-esteem is is not something that comes all the time it's not it's not there all the time not for everyone I mean like I said there's good days and bad days some people are just really amazing at faking it and they can have everybody but themselves convinced. So that then then that makes it harder to recognise and deal with it sometimes. Because if you think you're confident and you're coming across confident to everyone else, but in your own head you're actually that shit, it's hard. You you won't notice it as quickly. 
But I suppose one of the most useful things you can do in a situation like that is to recognise you're experiencing these feelings. You understand that nobody is expected to be all right 100% of the time. No one's happy 100% of the time, even even if they look like they are. Because that girl who just posted a really fit selfie um, on Instagram, you don't know what she's doing with, with her life. Like You don't know what's going on in her life or how she's feeling. Like You don't know, you're just seeing a picture, aren't you? So it's difficult to judge just based off a picture. Um, because, you know, we as people, we're three-dimensional. We're not, um, we've been created and raised, you know, like, not to be perfect. And, like, yeah, so, I mean, low self-esteem, low confidence, that, that, that can be caused by a lot of factors. It just might be a natural thing, but it can also be caused and triggered by mistreatment, abuse, judgment from others, fearing people's opinions, work, school, financial issues, mental, physical health, and then relationship, friendship, family issues. There's not a direct cure, like I'm not saying there is. If there was a direct cure, I would have jumped on that right by now, you know. But there's there are a few things that can help, like um and sometimes I, I have to try really hard to do these sometimes because it's difficult when you're having a really bad day. But one thing I do, I pick three things I like about myself as a person. So, like, for example, I think I'm funny. A lot of people would disagree with that because my puns are very, very, very bad and my memes are apparently just as bad, but I think think I'm funny. Even if, you know, it's more people laughing at me rather than with me. Um, uh, Number two, I guess my hair's not that bad. Quite like my hair. And three... um, I think I'm a, I think I'm a pretty good writer. So yeah, you know, stuff like that. Just pick three things you like about yourself. And at the end of every day, maybe think one good thing that happened to you that day. Like anything. Like mine uh, have been really stupid. Like like um, one day, I, I used to write them down. And like one day it was something like I got one over on this really annoying colleague and just sassed him at work. And, you know, you could be spending time with a friend or getting a good grade. And um, so you might have quite a few days where you don't believe in yourself and you don't believe the positive side of things. Um, just try and remind yourself that you do have positives. Like I've I've had it before where, where I've been like, oh, there's nothing good about me. And there are still times when I do feel that. But that's not true. And I know that's not true. And it's not true of you either. And... So also be kind to yourself and remember that you deserve better than the way you treat yourself. I need to sort of highlight that somehow and then just have it uh, playing as I go to sleep. Just that on repeat. I wouldn't though because I get sick of hearing my own voice. Um, So also try and make decisions that are going to benefit you as a person, even if they're slightly out of your comfort zone. Like, am I scared about going away to study social work? Yes. Am I scared of starting over? Oh, fuck yes. I'm terrified. But um but but do it because you don't know what will happen oh and be more assertive start small don't take anyone's shit if someone is getting on your tits and just being a bit of a twat then don't be afraid to tell them it doesn't matter who they are they don't have to talk to you like shit if you feel like you're being talked to like shit then don't stand for it you don't have to do it disrespectfully sometimes it may come out disrespectfully we're not perfect after all are we but i mean just just tell them you're not you're not dealing with it like you don't have to why should you 
Um, try something new. So bonus points if it's something that seems a bit difficult or daunting, like new hobby, traveling to a new place, perhaps a new career or anything, or even like get a piercing or something. Um, one time I was like feeling a bit shit about how I looked. Like this was a few months ago before we went into lockdown, and I was like, "Can I get my nose pierced?" I've always been too scared, and I was finally quitting that awful job. And I was like, "Hmm, I know what I'm gonna do." And I was shit scared. Like I took my brother with me because I'm afraid of pain, <laughs> and he and he sat with me while I had my nose pierced, and I was screaming. And then I went, uh, I had like one more shift at the hospital. I didn't know if it was supposed to be two more weeks, I think. But um, obviously COVID and the lockdown, so I left early. And I had people saying, you're not supposed to have your nose pierced. And I was like, why do you give a fuck? I'm leaving anyway. Uh, and also, no time limits on anything. That just adds a lot of extra pressure you don't need. And I'm the worst with time limits because I always, I, I always start stressing if things haven't happened by a certain time. But... Sometimes, I guess, if you put time limits or, like, labels on stuff, you know, early, it just, it ruins it. And I've I've tried that before, so I know how that works. Also, if you're moving on from something, time limits are, are like, the lack of, you shouldn't have time limits. That's even more, like, that's even more true in this case. So, if you're trying to achieve something big as well, like, so moving on from anything, anything that has affected you deeply will take time. And um nobody can predict or tell you how long it will take but to deal with it and you can allow yourself all the time in the world to get over something that's hurt you and also allow yourself all the time in the world to achieve something remarkable don't let any anybody or anything rush you it's like you have to deal with whatever is going on in your head before you can you know be comfortable with yourself but it sometimes it even takes a while to figure out what that is so don't don't put time limits on anything don't be like, right, okay, I'm going to be out of therapy by the time I'm 30 or something like that. Because if you put, if you set stupid time limits on stuff, then you're just going to stress yourself out. Ugh. And, okay, so most importantly, and I'm almost done, so don't worry. I'm almost done quacking on at you, so you should be able to go pretty soon. <laughs> um, so don't settle. I've mentioned that a couple of times during this, but don't settle for anything that you aren't 100% happy with that, could be a shaky romantic relationship like the one I was telling you about, an easy, an, an uneasy friendship that drains you, uh, a job that drains you, or just anything completely. Anything that you're not happy with, change it. Like whether it's relationships with your family, why are you not happy with them? Why? What is making you unhappy? Are you having to pretend to be someone you're not? Yeah, I get that too. That's pretty rough. But don't. You don't have to pretend to be anyone you're not. You're your own person. Life's really short and it's too short to settle and not go after what you want to do and feel. So I'm not really sure what I was hoping to achieve by going off on this epic huge rant. But I hope at least one of you could relate to it somehow. Thank you for listening and I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. Um, I will hopefully... Oh, this is the longest one yet. They just seem to be getting longer and longer. Man, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to start splitting them. I can't be I can't be doing like hour long things like this. <laughs> you guys are gonna go sick of me. Okay. Well thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.